Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. You could give them a light fist bump. Don't miss their fist and hit their eye. Glory to God. Let them know you're glad that they're here. Amen. You that are viewing by live stream, we're glad that you're with us today as well. We're going to spend a few minutes here. I want to talk to you just for a moment. And uh, I, I got something I want to share with you. You know, all the month of December, we've been talking... Our subject matter has been authority. And uh, Jesus said in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, he said, all after his resurrection, he said, all authority and power has been given unto me in heaven and in the earth. All power and authority. Thank you. And I... I, I, I this time of year, we celebrate uh, his birth. Thank God for his birth. You know, when I was at my birthday, I've never had this happen to me. If I was an infant, I never knew it. I mean, I mean you know, some things happened that when you was an infant, you didn't know it. I don't remember the last di- diaper I dirtied. You're a little slow here. Glory to God. And uh, <clears throat> I remember I was probably about 12 years of age, you know. And I don't remember a lot of, every, once in a while we'd have a, a birthday party party. See, there were, I have seven siblings, so, uh, you know, it was mainly my nieces and nephews and stuff like that. They were closer to my age. And, uh, <clears throat> but I had never remembered, who in here is 12? Right now, 12 years of age, 12. Anybody 12? No 12s? No 12s? Where, 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 where? Sierra, where are you at, Sierra? Where are you? Oh, come here, Sierra. I got to use you. This is my youngest granddaughter, Sierra. Okay. But uh, let's see, when was your birthday? August the 16th, and, you know, we had a little gathering, right, maybe? Okay. Uh, let me ask you, did your mom break out pictures when you was a baby? You know, an infant, you know, when you had one of these? And she didn't say, she didn't say, Sierra, you were so cute. She didn't say that, did she? But she said that. She said <laughs> No, she says you are cute, right? She didn't say you were cute. You were so cute. Once in a while when she looks at the baby pictures, she'll say that. Now, did your mom bring you out and say, Sierra, this is your birthday? <laughs> did she? No, she did not, did she? Why, why didn't she? Because she celebrated what? How old you were at that moment, Right? Okay. Thank you, Sierra. That's enough embarrassment. Let's see, who else can I pick on? 
Okay, Herman. Come on down here, Herman. Now, I'm not going to put you too much on the spot unless you want to say this, okay? When, when's your birthday? Uh, February the 18th. Fe oh, February the 18th. Okay. Now, Herman, you, you, you may, may be like me. It doesn't matter to me. But if it is, you are above 50. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> now, on your 50th birthday, that's a milestone, right? Yes. That was a milestone. Did you allow any of your family to bring out baby pictures? And did they bring out a diaper and say, this is your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> now, the reason why I'm bringing this up, it's important. Jesus' birth, thank you, Herman. I won't embarrass you too much. The reason why I'm making this statement up front to help you understand. There's the age of Christ that you need to comprehend. Many Christians around the world will celebrate this day. It's probably the most celebrated day of the year. Christmas Day. And I believe that we ought to celebrate it. Everybody say that with me. Pastor Ronnie, Pastor Ronnie. believes we ought to celebrate it. It's, it's, a, it's a monumental part of human history and heavenly history. You follow me? But the scriptures refer to that he is Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. And that he... In that same chapter, in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, you'll find out that he says, I'm the one that was, is, and is to come. Okay? You have to understand the age of Christ. You can put that manger scene up here, please. I look at that manger scene, and you know what you see? You see a manger scene, but he's not in there. Can you imagine putting a full-grown man? Are you following me? Now, he had to come as a baby. You follow me? He came meek and mild, childlike. The same way we enter into the kingdom of God when we make Jesus the Lord of our life, we enter in like a child. Childlike faith. Jesus came and was a baby once. He's not a baby every year. Now, I'll explain why I'm going through this in just a minute. But I want you to listen carefully. He's not a baby. He does not return to the manger every year. That manger is empty. Are you, are you here? Let me read scripture for you. I can see right now some of you need some help. I know that this is not traditional, the way it's approached, but we need to come to reality. Time is of the essence. And if you do not discern the times, 
you'll be caught up in a religious activity and you're going to need more than just a religious activity. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, we use this all the time at this time of year. But listen carefully to what it says. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Watch verse 7. And of the increase, everybody say increase. increase. Thank God he, he grew up. Of his government and peace there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it, to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Good friend, uh, our good friend Buddy Bell makes this statement. The zeal of the Lord is the never quitting determinate attitude. God wasn't going to let the failures of mankind stop this from happening. Now, one other place in the book of Isaiah chapter 7. And uh, let's look here at verse... Fourteen. Fourteen and fifteen. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God's with, God with us. Butter and honey shall he eat. Now watch carefully. Pay very close attention. That he may know to refuse evil and choose the good. From the, age of, from the time that he was born until the time of 12 years of age, you don't hear very much about Jesus in the Bible. Why is that? That was his growing years of milk and honey until he was able to discern. Everybody say discern. discern. Good and evil. Then at the age of 12, remember the story where um, Joseph and Mary forgot him. And they found, they went back and looked at for him. Been missing for three days. I, I just throw that out there. Been missing for three days. And they went back for him. You know where he was? He was among the religious rulers in Jerusalem talking scriptures. And they were just awed at this 12-year-old boy. For 12 years, he was discerning good and evil. Then from the age of 12 to the age of 30, we don't hear very much. Then he shows up on the scene, and his earthly ministry for three and a half years started. Each one of these are age periods. Are you following? Everybody say age periods. He was the one that was. Are you following this? He's the one that is, and he's the one that is to come. 
You, I, I taught a whole sermon one time on a Sunday morning. I believe it was on a, a New Year's, I mean a Christmas Eve Sunday morning. And the child grew. And the child grew. You and I need to discern that the child has grown. I have baby pictures, some of them you will never see. I was debating and asking God if I could weasel out, and he let me. Because I was going to show you my infant pictures. And I'm on the bed, and all you see is that little naked butt in the air. That ain't me no more. Okay. (laughs) Are you all here? Just remember, Jesus doesn't wear one of these anymore. Then there was another age. Pull up the cross, please. Three and a half years to demonstrate the goodwill of God Almighty toward mankind. To go to that cross and suffer shame. Not only the shame, not only shame, but the shame of all of human humanity for all time. One moment. Not only the shame, but the sickness. All the evil of mankind was put upon Jesus at one point. But you know what? I look on the cross and he ain't there. And the child grew. He's not on the cross. Now listen very carefully. I love you. I love you. Turn to your neighbor and say, Pastor Ronnie loves you. But it's important. We've, we don't find him in the manger anymore. You don't find him on the cross. You need to get Jesus off the cross. Oh, what a... We're crucified with, you were crucified on that cross 2,000 years ago with Jesus. But he's not on the cross. When Jesus said it is finished, it means it's finished. That was an age, a point in human history. Jesus was born into the earth to fulfill the will of God. He was born the king of kings. But that little child in the manger had to fulfill an age. Are you following this? Had to fulfill a moment. When babies, we have babies dedicated, we bring babies up here, we love babies. We, we be- dedicate babies. We're dedicating them for the age that they're going to grow into and the fulfillment of all that God has for them. So that they can be a blessing to many people. Jesus hung on that cross and then for three days he was in the tomb. Kind of like missing from Mary and Joseph for three days. But now we go from the cross to the grave. Pull that up please. And I look and he ain't there. He's not there. Because it was an age, a moment. Everybody with this? It was a moment. 
of fulfillment. But he fulfilled it. And he appeared for 40 days to his disciples. And on the 40th day, he goes out there and he meets all of his disciples together at one moment and he begins to give them instruction. And they saw him at the end of that moment ascend into the clouds. Can you imagine that, seeing Jesus ascend? Just go right up into the clouds and disappear. And the angel said, why are you standing around here? He gave you instruction to go to, go, go, go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. Jesus is no longer in that tomb. So we looked at the manger, a point in human history, and he's not there. We go to the cross, a point in human history, and he's not there. We go to the tomb, a point in human history, and he's not there. Then where is he? At what age has he, is he at now? If you want to know the greatest time and the greatest point of celebration, it's the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost because we're now living in the age of Christ operating through His body called the church. We are in what is referred to as the church age. Are you following me? A church with power that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. Now, listen carefully, because I'm going to be wrapping this up. You're going to be surprised how fast I wrap this up. If you do not discern the time, you'll go through all of these religious, and, and I shouldn't say that, these moments of celebration, which they're great, and you'll forget about the age that he's at now. And many Christians will do so. They don't mind showing up. They don't mind celebrating. But everything is the hereafter when you die. Now everything is put off till after death. In reality, that is not the case. In reality, as far as heaven concerns, the best age is right now because he went to the manger, went to the cross, suffered the guilt and shame, rose out of the grave to set up a kingdom. He was destined for a kingdom. And that kingdom begins at the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. For he said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. It doesn't come by just observing. It comes through the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Jesus, I mean, Paul put it like this. The kingdom of God is within you. My dad used to put it like this. Jesus is going to come in his people before he comes for his people. 
the age that we celebrate now, give me the last one, is right there. This baby fulfilled all the will of God the Father, being born into the earth, suffering the guilt of shame of humanity, going to the lower parts of hell, and rising again the third day, and he is seated on the throne. And he has under his feet all the works of the enemy. This is what you would need to be celebrating. That he fulfilled all those points and that he grew up and that he obtained and made the mark in human history whereby you and I can have the blessed hope. Now I remember teaching this one Sunday morning. It happened to be on a Christmas Eve Sunday morning. This was few decades back. And I remember at the close of the service, I said, anybody that needs a miracle, oh, we're going to pray. I want you to come down here in the front. And I remember one particular young lady came up here, and she was just bawling. Zona and I asked her what the problem was, and her husband had gotten mixed up with the wrong crowd. I think he wound up owing some money that he shouldn't have borrowed. And he didn't have the means to pay it back. And he was missing. And she said, I don't know where he's at. All I know is that I woke up this morning and they had his clothes sitting on the front porch. Zona and I grabbed her by the hand. We laid hands on her and we decreed in the name of the Lord Jesus through the authority of the power of the resurrection of Jesus in the name of Jesus through the finished work of Calvary that he would be returned home with no harm. With no harm. We got a report, I believe it was that night, maybe it was the day, maybe it was Christmas Day. He came home, he was bruised up, but he was, he was well. The last that we heard from him, they had moved to another city and they were going into Bible school to go into the ministry. The point of what I'm trying to tell you is, if we keep Jesus in the manger, you'll not have the demonstration of the power. His birth was miraculous, but he was born to grow and meet these different ages and accomplish something out of the will, I mean, in the will of God, so that they would be fulfilled so he could be seated. Jesus said, All power is given unto me. In heaven and in earth. All power. All power. All power. President of the United States doesn't have all power. Supreme Court of the United States doesn't have all power. The United Nations doesn't have all power. Are you following me? 
All power in heaven and earth has been given unto him. I want you to take this home with you today in understanding. Just as Jesus left the grave clothes in that empty tomb, he also left the manger with the swaddling clothes. And now he's on the throne. And here's the thing. He's coming again. And he's coming with great power and with great glory. And all that don't know him are going to despise that moment. Those that know him are going to shout with a shout of triumph. And they're going to know that they know that the king has come. And listen, the world that does not have this hope despises despises this expectation of Christianity. In 2024, prelude for next Sunday, 2024 is the year of the open door. God's going to open doors that no man can open. And he's going to shut doors that no man can shut. I want you to bow your heads with me. Glory to God. Father, I thank you for every person here. Those that are viewing by live stream. Father, we thank you right now. And we've come to celebrate the miraculous birth of you, Jesus. Thank you for coming into the earth. But I thank you that you're no longer in that manger. I thank you that you went to the cross for each and every one of us. Suffered our guilt and our shame. Took stripes on your back for our healing. Even went to the lower depths of hell itself. That we deserved. And on the third day, you arose and left those grave clothes in that open tomb. Jesus, we thank you that you have arisen to your rightful place as King of kings and Lord of lords. And that you have all power and all authority in the earth. Now, Lord, if there's anyone here today, right now, that does not know you, I thank you that you draw them by your Spirit. They may have come in celebration of your birth, but I thank you, Father, that they will leave with you as king of their heart, Lord of their lives. Lord, if they don't know you, I thank you that they'll open up their heart and say, I take myself off the throne and I'd be honored for you to sit on the throne of my heart. Lord, if there's someone that has known you and has drifted away, I thank you that you draw them by your spirit. 
that they would open up their hearts and finally get themselves out of the way and crown you Lord of Lords. Thank you, Jesus. Now, while your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, and the only reason why I'm asking you to do that, I don't want you to be sidetracked with what everybody else is doing around you. I want you, just, just like it's you and God, and there ain't nobody else in the room. If you're here today and you say, I want Jesus to be Lord of my life. I want Him to sit on the throne of my heart. And everything I do, everything I think, every decision I make, if that's you, I just simply want you to put your hand up and back down. Just put it up and down. See that hand? See that hand? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Now, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. If you made that gesture by raising your hand and put it down, I want you to just stand right where you're at. I'm not asking you to come down here at the front. Just stand up right where you're at. Stand up. The reason why I'm asking you to do that, Jesus said, if you don't acknowledge me before men, I cannot acknowledge you before my heavenly Father. If you won't, be, if you won't name me in, the front of, in front of people, I can't name you in front of my heavenly Father. That's the only reason why I want you to stand. I'm not even asking you to come down here. Just stand up right there. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glory to God. Now we're going to pray this all together, please. Say, Jesus. I believe that you are the risen king and you sit on the throne today. Thank you for coming into the earth. Now I ask you to come into my heart and be Lord of my life. Change everything in my life the way you want it to be. Thank you for loving me so much. Today, I declare your lordship over my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, one last thing. I'd like for everybody to stand with them now. Let's stand with them. Glory to God. Is anyone in here right now? Give me a little light, guys. Give me, give me some lights in the auditorium where I can see. Okay. Is anyone right here, right now, you got any physical pain in your body? Right here? Anybody else? You're hurting. Just one or two. All right. If you, if you needed this, I, this is important. This is what I need. I need believers. Keep your hands up just a minute. Believers. Everybody say believers. Do you believe in his resurrection power? Amen. All right. I need believers. Go lay hands on them right now. I need believers. Right here, believers. Everybody's got their hands. It's got, if you got your hand, lay Glory to God. All right, Father, we thank you right now through the authority of the name of Jesus by the power of his resurrection through the finished work of Calvary, we rebuke this pain. The very cause of it, 
we take authority over it and we dismiss it from their body. We thank you, Father, for heaven releasing the cure for their healing. In Jesus' name, we decree it. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Now, I want to know, those that had your hands raised up, look at me again. I got to see you. All right. I need to ask you, where's your pain? You still got it? Where's your, where's your pain? Is it there now? After they prayed, is it there now? No. Is, is it gone? I'm not, I'm, you got to tell me out loud because I don't want them to think I'm telling you to answer me. It's gone? Did you have one, Pam? No, I was just praying for her. Do you have pain? And your back? Where's it at? Where, what, where is it now? Very little. Okay. All right. Anybody else? I want to know. It's gone? I don't want anybody to think I'm putting words in people's mouths. It kind of sounds like if you got rid of pain, you'd be handalabasai. You get excited a little bit. Glory to God. I don't know about you. When I had some pain just last week, man, I was glad. Woo! Yes, I'm glad. It's gone. Glory to God. Now, last thing. If you need a miracle, I want you to get down here right now. I don't care what kind it is. You need the miracle. I want you to get down here. You need some kind of miracle. Internal, external, financial, physical. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, just crowd in. Just crowd in. Glory to God. Today, the miracle baby is going to do miracles. I want to say that again. The miracle baby is going to do miracles. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come up here with me. Glory to God. Are you ready for your miracle? Do you believe? Do you believe right now that as we pray that heaven's going to hear and a miracle is going to take place over that situation? Do you believe that? This is what Jesus said. When you pray, when you pray, believe that you receive when you pray. I want to say that again. I'm going to make sure. I want to make sure you're ready. Okay? Do you believe that when we pray right now, the miraculous power of God is going to be released to work a miracle? Do you believe that? Yes. Glory to God. 
Glory, if I have to loosen my tie just to let you know we're doing business right now, we're not just practicing a religious activity. Do you believe that? Glory to God. This is not a try and see if it works. This is going to work. Glory to God. You got something you want to add to that? Glory to God. Father, we thank you. Right now, lift your hands to heaven. Father, we thank you. You see all those situations whereby human hands cannot fulfill the work of God. And Father, right now, we pray and you sit on the throne, Jesus, with all authority in heaven and in earth. And Lord, our believing sets us up and gives us a right to make a demand on that authority. Right now, through the merits of the cross, the power of your resurrection, and in the authority of your name, we speak miracles. Right now, the miracle hand of God, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, we're expecting witness after witness after witness that the miraculous hand of God undertook on the 24th of January, I mean, of December 2023 and undertook and overrode the situation with his power and his might. He is sitting on the throne. He is not in the manger. He's not on the cross. He's not in the tomb. He's on the throne. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want every one of you to look at me. I expect some kind of verbal witness of what transpired at this moment. You got to mark it down. You got to give witness to it. Oh, hallelujah. I already seen what's happening. I already seen what's happening. Glory to God. Somebody's going to get a miraculous report from a doctor. Somebody's loved one. The spirit of alcohol was broken. Glory to God. Someone's wayward family member, maybe more than one in a family, is going to get saved. Glory to God. This is my day. 
This is my time. This is what I came to earth for. It's so that you would know that not even death, hell, or the grave can separate you from my power. If you will believe, if you will act, if you will celebrate me and my might, I will demonstrate to you the age by which you live in. For this is the day where the miraculous will go beyond any generation that has previously lived. This is the time that you live in. So rejoice that I did come. Rejoice in what I have done. But live in what I'm doing. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.